This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. All right, here we go. Hello and welcome aboard. My name is Adam Ritz. On the phone, we have Jay Baker. Hi, Jay. How are you? I am doing great, Adam. This is my favorite time of the year, so I'm pumped for today's show. Yeah, they, you know, the weather is uh, taking a turn, and uh, we've got some fall temperatures. Uh, parts of the country last week were still in the 80s, where we should have had some uh, autumn temperatures. So I've got a sweater on right now, as a matter of fact. Um, and I'd like to start with uh, a little uh, tip of the hat to the Halloween season and the 5Ks that are happening between now and Halloween. Uh, I know you've done uh, your share of fun runs and 5Ks, 10Ks, uh, half marathons and marathons. And uh, the Halloween season's a fun time to do a 5K. A lot of cities, municipalities, Parks and Rec across the country, they host a, uh, a Halloween fun run. Some popular names are uh, the Haunted Dash, maybe uh, a Trick or Trot, uh, oh. and they all encourage you to wear a costume. Have you ever done a, a Halloween fun run? I have never done one, but it sounds like a blast. I know this is the best time of year to run because it's much safer. You don't have to worry about overheating. <laughs> that that is true. Uh, that is absolutely true. And I've seen a few of the um, uh, dates for uh, the fun runs this year are October 31st, oddly enough. Imagine that on Halloween itself. Huh. Um, and it's a Sunday this year. Halloween is a, a Sunday. So uh, when these fun runs and uh, for Halloween fall in the weekend, they they encourage you to wear your your costume. Uh, that you're going to wear that night to trick or treat in, and I could just say that you know maybe have a spare costume to run in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know just for for uh, odors' sake, uh, if you will, for all, <laughs> as Vince Vaughn would say, for all of us, baby. Because uh, I don't want to open the door for trick or treaters and smell uh, a 5K in your armpit of your uh, costume you wore. Um, but anyway, it is fun. Uh, sometimes uh, some places do the fun runs for Halloween at night, so you can wear glow sticks and and have fun with it that way. Uh, and we bring this up because uh, for two reasons we we love to support 5Ks and fun runs not only for the health benefits and the uh, the the fun. Uh, uh, heart rate, uh, you know, it's just the best way to get your heart rate up in a fun way in a, in a group of people, um, but also for the uh, charitable aspect. Most fun runs and 5Ks have some sort of benefactor, portions of the proceeds or part of the T-shirt sales go to benefit a children's hospital, uh, a boys and girls club, uh, a Main Street Society. Uh, some Something uh, benefits from you getting out and actually putting on your costume and running this Halloween during a, a trick or trot. Um, I'm actually going to look for one, and, and there are a few in the town I live in, and see if uh, anybody in my family will want to do it with me. I know so if you're into these things, sometimes your family like rolls their eyes when you're like, hey, guess what? We're going to do another turkey trot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and there's I a, know. There's a cliche that you do not want to marry into one of those families that does uh, a fun run on Thanksgiving morning. 
Uh, and sometimes uh, f- some of my family members are, are eye rollers when I bring up some of these things. But, you know, the, the fun thing about a, a, a haunted dash or a, a trick or trot is uh, that they are holding these at like 10 o'clock in the morning, noon, sometimes in the evening. Because, you know, it is a pain in the rear for me to get up at 6 a.m. to make a, a 10K that starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's yes. what happens in the summer when the temperatures are nice. Uh, for the most part, fall, winter uh, fun runs happen maybe a little later in the mid-morning. Uh, th- those are the ones I like to do the most because if I have to get up early, especially when it's cold, forget it. I d- my muscles are tight. My hamstrings are tight. And I'll be lucky to walk 5K, let alone run it. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to look forward to finding a, a haunted dash, and then I'll report back to you, Jay, uh, downriver on how it went. Uh, and I'm absolutely going to wear a costume. Oh, you have to. That's the best. So there's uh, your Haunted Dash uh, update. We encourage you to look for one in your hometown, get involved, uh, help support a charity. Probably in the most most cases, uh, these fun runs do support a charity. And at the very minimum, you'll get your heart rate up, which is uh, your heart will be the first one to thank you. You're on board with the Adam Rich Show. We uh, take a look at public affairs and community service and public service announcements uh, from the perspective of a couple of guys named Adam and Jay, and now we have Jay. Uh, you always bring such great content to the show. What do you have this week? Well, Adam, this is the best time of the year to set up an HVAC checkup because the heating season is about to begin in earnest. And the reason why uh, they so highly recommend them for the fall is the fact that with your furnace, you could have a problem with carbon monoxide and not know about it. So we're not trying to scare anyone, but that's sort of part of the HVAC tune-up is they take a close look at your heating plant and make sure that it's safe uh, for your family and that it will deliver uh, you know, uh, heat throughout the winter season. Because uh, while we've talked about how how grueling it can be if your eight if your air conditioning goes down in july uh it's sort of non-optional with heating mid-december for most of america there's nothing worse than uh the coldest no. day of the year and your heater goes out your furnace is on the fritz forget about it you, this is a great yes. uh, suggestion by you to have your hvc uh checked up now before it gets super brutally cold in just uh, a matter of days really Yeah, get that going and stay safe. You know, we talk so much about different trends that happen in our world. And and this was an interesting article I read this week. Do you remember, it wasn't that long ago, they were talking about how the honeybee was rapidly disappearing from the United States. And that was going to cause a huge problem. I remember that conversation. The honeybee, believe it or not, has been doing just fine. Even when there was a problem, and there are various uh, problems that different insects can uh, incur, but uh, it prompted people and celebrities all around the world to start getting involved with honeybees. So if nothing else, we now have, uh, we're on the verge of maybe too many honeybees. That's not necessarily (laughs) a bad thing, but they said that. Yeah, don't worry. If you if you somehow still had an inkling that uh, honeybees were a problem, they uh, 
the U.S. government now, uh, and this is through the Food and Drug Administration, uh, feels that there's just under 3 million honeybee colonies in the United States, so they're doing just fine. All right, let's take a victory lap. Everybody uh, did a great job. We had a honeybee crisis. We all pulled together, and now uh, there's a honeybee surplus. So high yeah, five, everybody. Good job. Fine. So that means you can get honey in the grocery store, and all those plants will get pollinated. Is the, so are, is the is price good. of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios going to go down now that we've got a surplus? <laughs> I hope so. That's Doesn't the Food and Drug Administration tie the price of Honey Nut Cheerios to honey production? I think so. <laughs> That's exactly how that figure is determined, very scientifically. Uh, the FDA, this is a really good thing, is asking food producers to reduce salt in their food by about 12% over the next two years. So right now it's kind of a let's just all play along with this because reducing sodium is the number one impactor of hypertension, which is high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. So obviously those three issues are big issues here in the United States. Uh, are you familiar, Adam, and not everybody is, are you familiar with how much sodium you're sort of allowed during the day? I, not at all. I, ha I have no idea. Well, you know, that is part of the food information label that's on most foods. And uh, the current guidelines for a healthy diet are 2,300 milligrams or less. But the average American diet is about 3,400 milligrams. And uh, they say this is a factor because nearly half of U.S. adults have at least some problem with high blood pressure. And high blood pressure is often tied directly to sodium intake. I did not know that. And uh, yes. the 2,300 milligrams suggested by the FDA, and it's actually about 3,400. I thought you were going to say 34,000 because, yeah. you know, if you've ever seen somebody put some salt on the, on their meal or, or if you ever got some, some French fries in a drive-thru, there's more salt in the package than yes. fries. Yeah, and salt is tasty. Uh, we're not discounting that at all. And, of course, part of the reason that it's in so many prepared foods is because it adds flavor. So uh, we're not immune to that, but uh, they are the FDA is sort of tasking food producers to try to reduce the overall sodium content. And the good news is when they reduce the sodium content, it sort of readjusts our palate because you're absolutely right, Adam. If you crave a certain kind of fry from your local fast food restaurant, part of it is you're craving the salt that's on there. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's the best part. <laughs> we all love salt. <laughs> hey, speaking of fast food, you know, uh, McDonald's has 36,000 restaurants throughout the world, but only one of them has a boat drive-up window, oh, an aquatic drive-up window. This is fantastic news. Well, maybe I thought it's, you'd like this. Maybe it's bad news that there's only one. I'm so excited well, there is one. There's only one. You would think that this phenomenon would catch on. This is in Germany. There's a canal near the German Elba River that has a, I guess you would call it a float-up window. 
And a recent YouTuber uh, posted a video of boats coming up to this window at the McDonald's in Germany, and he has over 1.4 million views. Now, that's not a, it's not a float-up window. That is a cruise-up window. Yeah, it would be a cruise-up window. There you go. So uh, uh, that's kind of interesting. And only one of the 34,000 or 36,000 worldwide uh, McDonald's. That's, that is the, that's the most unbelievable part of the story, that there's only one. I can't believe there's, there's not. There's only one. You know, in some part of America, on some waterway, that they haven't just, for the heck of it, thrown up a quick shack, put a golden M on it, and... Even if they only sold fries and uh, Sundays, <laughs> just yeah. for boaters to come through and uh, and grab some fries and a hot fudge Sunday. Yeah, but I thought that that was cool as all get out. That and, it's uh, quite a phenomenon. The guy's video on that. Well, you know this uh, story is going to make it to Yacht Rock Radio. Oh yes, you've got to put that on there. So I appreciate and, you uh, sharing that with me. That uh, in the video, I'll find the video too and put it on the uh, social media for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that. Uh, Reno Collier, who is a national touring comic, does a lot of stuff on morning shows here in the United States, was mentioning on his social media, and I had a lookup of this, and he's absolutely right about this organization. He just recently hosted this organization's big golf event, which is held in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's an organization called a soldierschild.org and their mission is to serve the children of military personnel who have lost their lives serving this country and uh, it's it's absolutely amazing what this organization does that's fantastic and that's uh, that was recently in Murfreesboro that's right outside of Nashville Yes, uh, beautiful community, and he was going on and on about it, and it prompted me because I know that we're lucky enough to do this show and can kind of spread the word about organizations that are doing a great job. Their uh, main mission is, as I said, is to serve children of military uh, personnel, and they do it in three big ways with birthday celebrations, mentorships and camps, and also college scholarships. They have an outstanding website, and once again, it's asoldierschild.org. Fantastic. Uh, here's, here's, you know, you and I love social media. It's the, the good, bad, and the ugly of our world, isn't it? It, it can do so much good, but it's so like, oh my goodness. You know? It's really kind it's, of a cesspool. <laughs> I mean, I, I do love social media for what it does and how I can use it. But, I mean, if you just want to get on it to and, and look at humanity, I mean, it is a cesspool of humanity. Well, I kind of liken it. It's almost, and I'm not picking on this community. And if somebody's listening to this and you are from here, uh, we're not picking on you. But it's kind of like Las Vegas. There's some really positive things. And there's some really negative things. And it's, but the whole thing remains a spectacle with lots of lights. You know? That's right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great analogy. <laughs> but uh, here is a cautionary tale a toddler accidentally broadcast his mom showering on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's so keep, keep your phone away from your kids, uh, especially be careful. when you're in the bathroom. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. I thought that was a kind of funny story, probably not for the mom. And I'm kind of thinking that this kid is going to be the next Johnny Knoxville, who, of course, is uh, one of the guys that were in all those great uh, films mm-hmm. with the pranks. Yeah. The next Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, that's, I got my start filming mom. There's so many ways uh, social media can uh, can get you in trouble. That's one of them. That is absolutely one of them. The country of Spain is considering offering young adults a cash incentive to move out of mom and dad's house. Well, okay. <laughs> isn't that just called I think a that's job? Interesting. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that. Yes, absolutely. Spain uh, has uh, some similar problems to what uh, other nations are experiencing. They have a high youth unemployment. They have a shrinking rental market and they have a rising rent market. So their feeling is if we can get more people to participate in the rental part of the economy, we can solve some of these problems and it would incentivize some young people to get a job because if you're living in mom and dad's basement i know this is going to sound controversial you're less inclined to want to work how how much are we talking here what are they going to pay these people they're talking about the possibility of between 200 and 300 dollars a month if you qualify for certain things and my guess is uh they probably would do this in the form of vouchers for rent and things of that nature wonder how long that that payment goes on. I mean, uh, that can yeah, be Yeah, that's uh, part indefinite. of it, too. Yeah, because you can incentivize, but then later you can get people that would need to rely on that, and that's probably not going to be the best thing. If it's only 12 months, then what's to stop them from moving right back <laughs> into the basement? We're moving right back. They should well, really incentivize the parents. They should give 200 bucks a month to the parents and say, get your 25-year-old son <laughs> out of the house. And then that would change the locks. Those yeah. kids would be gone. <laughs> well, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, you, you tend to think of guy living in the basement. That's a U.S. problem. No, it's a worldwide problem. So way too easy to live in mom and dad's basement. Well, maybe, you know, here in America, we can we can take this. Uh, we got to spread this story. Maybe somebody's hearing this broadcast right now and they're like, OK, let's. Let's get some incentives to get these people out of the basement uh, and help our rental market. Yeah, well, you know, and it does help uh, the real estate world a little bit and uh, entrepreneurs who mm-hmm. have rental properties. So, you know, it could end up helping a lot of people. You're absolutely accurate. Uh, there's a brand new Twitter trend that's going on. Everyone is using red flag emojis. And, of course, it's a reference to any kind of item causing a red flag. Now, traditionally, the phrase red flags were used in the dating world, meaning that if you went out on a first or second date with somebody, they might exhibit what we call red flags, meaning maybe they've been living in their parents' basement. Maybe they're in their parents' basement. Maybe they they work in radio. I know uh, if you've been on a date uh, and you work for a radio station, the the person you went on the date with is now telling their friends, well, there's a huge red flag. They work in radio. They work Uh, in radio. So what's the red flag? It's a red flag emoji? It's a red flag emoji. And what's happening now is the red flag emoji is trending on Twitter 
because even corporations like the Pepsi Cola company and Netflix are using red flags, but they're doing it to a be trendy and to also be sarcastic. In the case of uh, Pepsi, they uh, tweeted out never had a Pepsi ever. And then they showed like, you know, 10 red flags. So obviously the company is going is is only saying that in a sarcastic way mm-hmm. okay i got it so that would be ironic if the pepsi corporation as a corporation had never actually had a pepsi because as a corporation where would you consume said pepsi that's a red flag <laughs> that a is a flag. that's a red flag <laughs> yeah so if you are in the twitter sphere and see a lot of red flags you'll know that uh, people are being trendy and you too can be trendy too. There's, as we've always said on this show, there's nothing preventing you from doing this as long as you follow state and local laws. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is kind of a cool story and this is right up your alley, Adam, because you love Halloween, but Sam Johnson, who lives in Tampa, Florida, he's a self-taught techie. He puts on Halloween light and special effects shows during the holiday seasons for Halloween and for Christmas. And he has raised $10,000 for multiple charities over the last five years. Ooh, that is very cool. And it's a yard display that people drive by? Yeah, it's really hyper complex. Uh, Where he lives, there's an actual area where people can uh, park and walk up and watch this. And if you want to see an example of it, uh, it is on YouTube as the Sylvan, which is S-Y-L-V-A-N, Ramble Lights. The Sylvan Ramble Lights. And this this year they are raising money for a charity called Clothes for Kids. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. And last and, year uh, it was 10000 well, over the last five years, they've raised $10,000. So okay. he's not raising insane amounts of money, but he basically is taking a hobby. And, you know, as you and I know from the great uh, vacation movie, isn't, wasn't it Christmas Vacation where uh, they had the great light display? Well, Christmas Vacation, for sure, The uh, th- there was an unbelievable, uh, ridiculous amount of lights on yes. Clark's house. Clark's uh, but there was another uh, Christmas movie called Deck the Halls, where oh, yes, Danny DeVito that. wanted his house to be seen from space. So he decks his house out in, in lights and, and, again, traffic jams from people driving by to, to look at the house. I don't know if Danny DeVito had a charity uh, he might connected not have, to you it. Know. Because it was just a movie. For, <laughs> when you're going for comedy, it's really hard to think of charities, isn't uh, it? But yeah, uh, yeah so it's, uh, I always call it the Christmas lights arms race. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, it, once your neighbor does something cool, you got to get out and put more lights on your house. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, they, when they've got the lights going, you've got to top them. But I thought that that was a great story that each year they raise money for charities. Here's a couple of former bartenders. And, you know, sometimes we, we think, oh, bartenders, they don't seem very motivated. But here's a pair of brother bartenders who walked 3,200 miles and raised $70,000 for displaced restaurant workers. Woo. 
That's so good for them. Both numbers are super impressive. Seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, and, I thought uh, that that was terrific. And they walked how many miles? They walked across country. They started in New Jersey and walked all the way to California. That is uh, very, very impressive. That is a long walk. I, I tried to do that on my treadmill once, and at uh, 3,200 miles, it didn't last that long. You just got to a certain point and felt like, well, I, I just can't feel like I can't continue. I mean, they went from New Jersey to to California. I Yeah, that's very impressive. Boy, I would have made it to uh, West, <laughs> West Virginia and just said, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to do that. Uh, the brothers are Aiden and Lewis Ardeen. They average 20 miles per day over 162 days. They chronicled it all on Instagram and raised a lot of money. They said the best part of the journey was meeting people along the way. So that's one thing we do say about social media. You can get the word out, hey, we're doing something very positive. Come out and say hi and support us. That's a great example of uh, the goodness in social media. And there are just so many bad examples. Uh, I, you know, Earlier in the show, I said that social media is just a cesspool of humanity. And what that did was, you mean by that? Uh, that was such a negative view, a pessimistic view. I, I apologize for being that pessimistic. I should be a little more positive. And, and this story here brings out the positivity in social media. So I'm glad they did that to, you know, just to turn my head around because I was in a dark, I was in a very dark place there. You were there. in a dark, dark place with that. Absolutely. Well, Daniel Craig, we know him as Daniel Craig because he's been in so many cool movies, but the world knows him as James Bond, and James Bond made British uh, news not too long ago because he donated 10,000 pounds to of what? a, a 10,000 pounds of cash. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Apparently in Great Britain, they weigh their money. Okay. <laughs> 10,000 pounds. Well, how much is that in dollars? Pounds. I don't even have any idea. Do you know? I think it's about thirteen or $14,000. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So that's uh, pretty pretty significant. And he donated it to a very interesting charity that's uh, getting, some, uh, getting a good look at because this is an ongoing problem. It spotlights teen suicide. So he gave that money to... It's an organization called Three Dads Walking. And speaking of walking, these dads, uh, these three fathers all lost a daughter to suicide. So mm. they have an annual charity walk. And Daniel Craig, James Bond himself, gave $10,000, 10,000 pounds to their charity. And I'm sure we can learn more. Uh, just Google Three Dads Walking, and uh, you'll be able yes. to find that charity if you want to help out yourself. Absolutely. So uh, hats off to James Bond, who had a license to help others. He did, yes. Very good. <laughs> well, you know, Adam, coming up soon, it won't be long. Our, our very, very next show, we'll be talking about Halloween safety, which for whatever reason, every year, sometimes people just don't uh, look at some of the obvious, very down-to-earth tips because it can be a very dangerous time of the year. 
It's uh, a lot of fun and a lot of, um, you know, parties, adult-themed uh, parties. And um, I-, I know from working with uh, college students, uh, you not only have to worry about uh, your alcohol consumption on a Halloween night, um, but your, you know, just how, what, what is your costume? I, we'll talk more about that next week and how uh, sometimes, you know, just the times have changed so much that uh, you've got to put a little thought into your costume to make sure uh, it doesn't offend uh, a certain group of people. And No, I think that that's a very good tip and one that I had, had not been readily apparent to me, but it does make sense because it is easy a little easier now and maybe rightly so that we're more conscious of how this may have an effect on someone else. For sure. Well, and, and absolutely. We'll, we'll talk about that more uh, next week. We'll call it the Halloween show. And, oh, I uh, like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll touch on the, 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 the haunted dashes again. Maybe I'll have an update for you on whether or not I actually signed up for one. I really want to. Well, we um, want to get you signed up for one. I'm anxious to see what kind of costume. I know most of the costumes that you've selected in the past have been exceedingly clever, much more clever than I. I I'm still in that world where your folks go to, uh, you know, some local costume shop and get you the Spider-Man mask with uh, the real bad Spider-Man jumpsuit. And I will tell um, you that that is very difficult to run a 5K in when you've got a, a, a Spider-Man mask on your face. Very uh, interesting, Jay. Thank you so much. Uh, for our listeners, uh, you can listen to this live broadcast uh, once again in podcast form on our website, adamritzshow.com. Ritz is spelled just like the crackers or just like the Ritz-Carlton, depending on your uh, social status. <laughs> the Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com.